What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday. Welcome back, everybody. What did we do? Looking forward to you. Made you smile recently. We need a name for this. We do need a name for I know. it. We'll think about it. Um I am looking forward to having hopefully a great week with my students. Last week was a tough week. Yeah. One of my students was having an off week. Yeah. Today that student borderline, but we were able to hold it together. Mm-hmm. Um but I know when that student goes off, it kind of has a ripple effect on me, my TA, and also the other two students that we have. It just, it, it has energy. a little bit, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. But today was good, and I'm really, really looking forward to a, it's sunshine all week. Oh, it's so right? nice. Yeah. So I feel like it's going to be a good week. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking to get through this week. Mm-hmm successfully with the three students yeah you know yeah the weather is starting to like slowly warm up a tiny yeah. bit like we're hitting some 40s Ooh. some 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 high 40s so that's nice yet yeah, with the sunshine it's like yeah oh, a whole new world absolutely well, yeah we're hitting that february okay done yeah we're done yeah like it's enough now yeah yeah it's yeah. enough yeah Speaking of weather, my looking forward to is this weekend, but it does look like it's going to rain a little bit on Saturday night, and Zane and I are going into the city for my friend Fran's birthday, so it better not, and we're treating ourselves to a dinner beforehand, because it's just like, it's like a hangout at a bar drinks for her birthday. Okay. So like, if we're going to go all the way to the city... Might as well make a dinner out of it. Go to dinner, (laughs) duh. Because we wouldn't want to waste the train ride. I mean, God. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I was obsessed with Nobu when I tried it in Atlantic City, and I've been raving to it to Zane ever since. So I was like, why don't we treat ourselves and go to a Nobu dinner? Oh, nice. We're gonna go. Literally, I think you have to make reservations there like two weeks in advance, and we just did it today because we were like, all right, let's do it. And it's a Monday, and it's this upcoming Saturday, and they had, like, nothing. And there's two locations. There's one a few blocks away from where we're going to this bar, and then there's one all the way downtown. So we're just going to do the downtown one. It's still bar seating. It's the only thing we could get at the times we wanted. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, yeah we're just going to, like, we'll just take the subway up there. We have time anyway, you know, take our time mm-hmm. and subway back. Yeah, make a nice day out of it. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, yeah, she's like, yeah, it doesn't turn into a bar, this restaurant, until 10 p.m. So it starts at 10. So I'm like, babe, we're going to be there all night. So we did like a later dinner, you know? Okay. So, But I'm like, we'll have like a leisurely, we can leave at a decent time, you know, and like mm-hmm. take our time. So I'm excited for him to try it. And, you know, Japanese is hard for Zane because of his sesame allergy, but... When I went, the first thing that they asked me and my friend was, are there any allergies at the table? So I like feel confident that it's like mm-hmm. they're going to be good and accommodating. And it's like one of those restaurants where they're like putting shit on the plate with like fucking tweezers, you know? So I'm like, oh, everything's fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm excited to have a nice little weekend and we're celebrating my birthday late with the family on Friday, which I'm excited about. So it's going to be like an, a fun little weekend. It'll be nice. I'm going to need yeah. a Sunday reset. That's for sure. Yeah, because we didn't have it because we were gone right. yesterday. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I I 
I'm all for you having that great weekend, but I'm also all for a reset because I feel like this weekend, I was just telling you, mm-hmm. hi, Emery. So yeah, we hung out. It was really cool, like an impromptu, like un- unplanned kind of thing. And it was just very nice hanging mm-hmm. out with her and just venting and talking. Mm-hmm. And- what did that bitch say about me? Oh, you don't want to know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that you're um, super fabulous. Oh, um, but no, it was just it was just really really nice. You know, the boys got to hang, which is always nice. You know, they have the biggest bromance going. It's the fucking and, best. Um, yeah, I love them. Oh. I love their relationship. And oh. um, yeah, me and your mom just hung out, and then we wound up oh. getting dinner. We watched a little TV, all of us. Oh. It was just so sweet. Um, That's so but sweet. I'm also exhausted like i said i had a very rough week with the kids Mm -hmm. and then saturday winded up being that sunday winded up being a catch-up day to do everything in fact it was like 10 30 last night when i realized i never folded my last little laundry so i fucking was folding laundry at 10 30 last night and um i just feel like i didn't get to Mm-hmm. You know, even though when I was hanging with your mom, we were on the like hanging on it the was couch, yeah. yeah. But it was still like my mind was in a million other areas, so I just I want to like decompress, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. I think next weekend will be a major decompression for yes. me. Like hopefully this week goes well with my students, mm-hmm. and um, and then yeah, then Sunday I think Sunday will be my yeah, you know, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, but is Aaliyah coming this weekend or no? She can't make it back. I don't know. No. She's trying. I know you're lying to me. But why did you ask that? Because you know I can't <laughs> fucking lie to you. Surprise! Yeah! So making your birthday. Yeah! <laughs> why would you ask knowing I can't Sorry. lie? <laughs> no, no, honestly, that was a good lie. Oh, really? I just had a feeling like that she was going to come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because okay. it was enough in advance. And I know, like, yeah, I just had a feeling. Yes. Yeah, so she is coming. She's so excited. I'm and so excited. Yes. I mean... Yay. I haven't seen her. I yeah. miss her. Yeah, you thought you weren't going to see her for a while, so that's uh, amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while. It's been a month. Um, oh. um, it's been like a good four weeks that I haven't seen oh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. from going to see her every weekend, I saw her because of just the the stuff with like marching band. I was up there every weekend, and yeah. then it was like she had some problems with her roommate, so she'd come home every weekend. Yeah. So, and this was uh like she made it clear like. She's going to try to really experience the college experience yeah. and not come home anymore and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, but Liz's birthday's coming, you know? <laughs> so, um, wow, what a Friday. I feel course, so special. Of course, she's not going to miss it. Oh my and God, yay. yeah, she's excited to come home. And yeah. before I didn't even tell you when she was telling me, guys, my daughter fucking texted me this morning. <laughs> Wait, I'll tell you the first thing she said to me because. I left that out when you said when I said it to you. So oh. her first text to me was morning and then in all caps three more nights. Like <laughs> And then she goes, also, tell me why I was woke up by the fucking pacer test blasting outside in the soccer field. <laughs> and then, guys, she sent me, I don't know, I keep, I don't know, what, yickety-yack, I don't know. Huh? It's yip-yap, yik-yak, I don't know, something like that. It's like Reddit, but for college, or for oh, maybe oh, just the platform is called. Yeah, okay. something like that. But it's basically like an, an anonymous posting. Like the neighborhood ring app. Yeah, so it's like that. Neighbor 57. Yeah, Neighbor 57 is complaining about the fucking fireworks. Or is, is it gunshots? Gun or is it a fucking transformer? Is I don't that know. just where we live or does everyone have that on their ring app? I don't know. I'm really curious. Was that it's a like gunshot? Fucking- <laughs> 
It's like, guys, now it's every 4th of July. Five, <laughs> every five minutes. Has that a gunshot? Did anyone hear that gunshot? Listen, sometimes it is. <laughs> sometimes it is. But uh, yeah, so she sent me screenshots and everybody, wait, hold on. I got to read one of them because it was fucking hilarious. They were like, oh my God, they probably have such good humor. That age has Why did the humor. fucking pacer test without whatever bullshit? The, wait, we did the fucking pacer test without whatever bullshit that noise is in high yeah. school. Figure out a way next time to do this shit without involving the whole fucking school having to wake up. <laughs> Guys, it's such a weird noise. It's so silly. And then like, yeah, it's just, uh, fucking uh, she's just funny my daughter's funny but yeah. she's sending me this and i'm like at work when she's uh-huh. sending this and i'm like tempted to look but i have kids that i'm responsible for yeah yeah so i'm like fuck i can't i was like yeah. just whatever yeah but yeah so i know that she's excited to come home i'm Yay. super super duper excited for her to come home um this morning on my memories which i didn't even get a chance to share with her yet came up yes last today last year last year today how do you say that a year ago today a year ago today thank you so much a year ago today she committed like the, <gasps> that was the day that she signed the papers like Aww. i have a picture it was mm-hmm. my memory of her signing the papers and stuff february and, 5th it's her anniversary and yesterday she did which i guess obviously the days were flipped but they do like if you're interested in like marching band or jazz band and whatever they have a band day for the kids so any incoming possible committed not committed yet kids can come and watch and participate and then they walk through but Aaliyah participated that in last year and I remember when we got to the auditorium and the jazz plant band played she was like blown away she was like wow this is like some next level shit you know and really and then she participated with the marching band they learned a song you know it was just nice they did that whole song where they were hugging and they cried and I cried and it was just a big mess but yesterday, she was part of that for the incoming. So it's like full circle, like Aww. in that year. But that last year, when she went, is the day that she committed. So yeah. it was like the, the, the one day off. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what made her finally like really commit. Because mm-hmm. she knew academically that school had every single thing she wanted. But then when she saw the music program, she was like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is definitely for me. Because music is my happiness. Like yeah. She loves to study. She takes pride in her grades and working hard music is her release yeah it's so her fun. It was in, yeah it was important for her to have a school that had music you know opportunities yeah. and she's in it all and has it all now and like yeah. pep band and jazz band and yeah, marching band fit. yeah so yeah. it really was a perfect fit and i have her signing her papers today and i'm like oh my yeah, god it's a year already wow, like a yeah, year that's you know? awesome it's crazy because yeah. a couple of months she'll be done with her first year of college and to me it's just bananas wow yeah Yep. She's done in what? May. May 8th. She's, Is that crazy? Wow. May 8th. She'll be done with her first. And then she goes back in August. In August. Yeah. So she'll have a few months off. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, she'll get her job, stack her money. Yeah. And uh, live whatever the best life she can before she goes back, oh, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's so exciting. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so exciting. So fun. Yeah. Anyway, tangent. Yeah, tangent. You know us. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a fun weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. We obviously, I was gone this weekend. Zane and I went on this trip, which I have yes. to clarify. I keep saying what 
I, I, I'm dying. Oh. Dying. Listen, I picked them up at the freaking train station last yeah. night. I'm like, oh my God, I want to know. But we have, we have to record tomorrow. See how so much we love you guys. Oh. Yeah, listen, I, I've been living vicariously through your pictures and your uh. little stories. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I, can't. I, I have so much that. more to post. I want to rub mud uh, on the rhino, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and his little tootsies. It's such but, a little tootsies. Yeah, so now I'm in for it. I, ha- I Guys, I'm hearing this first time. I've yeah. n- I left them alone. I didn't communicate with them. I didn't want to. I wanted <laughs> her to fully enjoy her experience. But now she, I'm a nosy bitch and I need to know everything. So She did text me and say, and scared us. Actually, Zane was like, if I saw the wording, I wouldn't have been nervous. She did say, I don't want to bother you on your vacation, but... And then just left it at that. You. She's like, who are you talking about? You. You texted us that. And then it was like a good like two minutes before you said anything else. And I was like, your mom just texted us that she doesn't want to bother us. I'm like, it must be important. Two minutes? Was, I don't know. Maybe like a minute. Maybe 30 seconds. I don't know. As soon as maybe it popped it just up, took, I was like, Maybe Uh-oh. it just took time to get to you because <laughs> I did it almost oh. immediately. <laughs> In fact, at first I did it immediately. But then when you do that, the picture comes first. Yes. And I didn't want the picture first. Okay. 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 But yeah, but he was like, the way she wrote it, it's probably something silly. And then the book popped up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. But She'd be proud. Yeah, I was. I was like, that's the shit I want to know. I was like, oh, God, an animal died. What happened? Oh, God, no. Um, oh, I was going to say, I have to clarify, because I've been saying three years ago I booked this. It was actually two. I'm a liar. Lying out of my ass. Wow. I, I went back and looked, and it was 2022. Yeah. I thought it was three years ago also. I don't know why I've been saying wow. that. I don't know why. I maybe that's popped. why I thought it was three years, because maybe... I've been saying it. Huh. Or February 3rd. My birthday's February 3rd. Maybe I was just like, yeah, it's been three years. I bought it, booked it when I was 23. Now I was 24. Wow. It's fine. But anyways, two years is still a long fucking time to wait for something. <laughs> um, yeah, so Zane and I went on this little excursion that I booked two years ago. It was just on a whim, and I was like, this looks really cool, and I would love to, you know be with giraffes one day like in africa or something this is like the closest thing that i'll get you know in my for now for now yeah in my my now years um and it's this place in fredericksburg texas it's this little town um outside of san antonio i've never been over there we didn't really get to see the city of san antonio we kind of ran out of time and obviously like i paid for this crazy experience we're not gonna go out for the day you know we want to be there it's like not just a hotel it's an experience there right right so um but yeah it was the cutest little town fredericksburg i loved it it was adorable it reminded me of like the villages we have on long island mm-hmm. it was like that kind of vibe like stores and in food and everything right, right, right. um but yes basically this experience i booked this giraffe suite and you are right next to the barn where they keep the giraffes they go outside and stuff and it's a conservation center so they're trying to help you know the population of these animals and they don't want them to go extinct so they're trying to do good things they donated like a hundred thousand dollars last year to some animal foundation so like they're trying to do like really awesome things they're a non-for-profit yeah it's, it's a really awesome place um and i when i booked it it just it had gone viral on tiktok when I told them that, they were like, yeah, we figured a lot of people are coming from TikTok. It's really helped us grow. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was because it's called Long Neck Manor. And I thought it was just giraffes. And then I looked the other day. I'll be very transparent. I looked to see what people were wearing. <laughs> it's like, are people like getting dirty? Like, what do I what do I pack? You know, so that's why I went on their Instagram. And, and then I saw rhinos. I was like, what the heck? I guys, 
booked it two years ago. I had no idea. They also have rhinos. And then they also have a sloth. Had no idea. So cute. Yeah. So that was a nice surprise. Um, and fun fact, the owner from Long Island. You're lying. I swear. Did I tell you that yesterday? No. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Wow. Uh, he wasn't there. He was out of town. Probably on Long Island. <laughs> but I was like, oh, hey. I was like, I want to talk to him and see. Cause they were like, I was like, do you know what town? And they were like, I have no idea. Most of the most of the people that worked there were like, oh, I've never been to New York. I was like, you need to go to New York once in your life. Yeah, come. But they're like, a lot a few of the, the girls we were talking to, they're like, oh, I'm just from this little town. I'm over I'm like, you're gonna be overwhelmed then. Yeah. It's gonna be overwhelming. I mean, them probably going to like San Antonio might be overwhelming. Like a bigger city if they come from that little teeny tiny town, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, everyone was so kind. Our flights were really nice. And Zane, uh, he asked me, like, I gave him a few ideas. He was like, I'm gonna rent a car. Would you prefer this? Would you prefer that? And he's like, All right, got the info. I'm gonna book something. And he ended up getting us a Porsche Macan, which is like mm, a dream car of mine. Um and it was an older model, but it was still stunning and it rode so smooth and it was so fun. Picked up quick. It wasn't like obviously like a Lamborghini, but picked up quick and it was fun to drive around. So I got my gist of a Porsche. I will say though, the inside, I would want to look more like a little bit like spaceshipy, like very like high end for that kind of like car luxurious. Yeah. yeah and i told zane i'm like i feel like if we just replaced this porsche logo with like a jeep logo i feel like you wouldn't really be able to the inside yeah yeah the outside looked like wow. Porsche. yeah wow yeah and he was looking he's like i'm curious he was like looking at the newer models and they're kind of like similar like it doesn't look like like if you're paying that money you want it to look luxurious mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so and zane's a big bmw guy so he's like trying to get me to look at those now too but who knows i don't know it's gonna be like when i get I mean, pregnant I get, and get like a mom vehicle you can get the like the lambo one sure yeah, just, just get that one the sure. lambo suv i what saw it, like, like a bright thousand dollars the other day i have no idea that's probably ridiculous probably i probably i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna end up going for because realistically um children are really expensive and we have our wedding and our house to still pay for so i don't want to be irresponsible that's like dream you know mm -hmm. but um I, I would just like a white car with like a beige leather interior and I'm like, I can get like a nice Honda or oh, she's looking up the Lamborghini. Like, I don't have to get a luxury vehicle. So we'll see how the bank bank account plays out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm curious because when I typed it in, only only 2023s were coming up. Only 2023s. A Lamborghini SUV? Oh, okay. So start starting, starting at 237. <sighs> But I mean, here's the good thing: you have 14 miles a gallon, Alyssa. What? <laughs> 14 miles a gallon. That's wild. Is that crazy? Most people lease those for sure. But they have, they have ones up here: 699,000, 359,000, and the the 699 is a 2021. Talk about fuck bucks. The 359 is 220 is 2022. That's, That's like crazy. Four year, three year old car and a two year old car that much damn money is half fucking bananas. Wild. Cars are crazy to me. I've never been a car person, so to me, like, it's not that important to me. Hmm. 
So I have a hard time being like, yeah, I'm going to get a Porsche. You, you don't want to just, you have a hard time justifying that much money. But for, I'm glad you drew, drove it now. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe it's not in your, your vision, your, your, yeah, your site, your path now. Like yeah, maybe like, it's not there because you were like, huh, I'm not impressed with the interior. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I can't justify spending X amount of dollars if the interior looks like a Jeep. And some of the nice, like, not the, that a Jeep is wrong, guys. No, no, no. I'm just saying it doesn't look like, right. It looks like a lower end, not lower end, but like a, an a, average car. A regular car. Correct. Not a luxury, not a luxury vehicle. Right. Yes. I get it. But there's like some nice like Hondas. Like if you get like a like a high like you know how there's like tiers Space of certain then, cars. Yeah. Yeah. If you get like the luxury model mm-hmm. of a car, they're really nice. Mm-hmm. And you love Honda. You're a Honda I'm girl. I'm a Honda. That pilot. Ho. That pilot that I saw one time. I think Zane was getting his uh, his Type R that time. There was a Honda, a new Honda Honda pilot at that time that i was like saying what the fuck they're is nice it's beautiful and they're reliable man honda's yeah. such a re- honda if so you're just listening say a honda bitch maybe I, mean, I, I might be yeah i mean but they also have like what's honda's luxury brand like you know how every like um, oh, car company uh, has like a luxury brand yeah which one uh, is genesis i think i f- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't remember. Genesis is really Genesis, nice too. Oh God, they have a SUV, a Genesis SUV that just chef's <sighs> kiss, chef's yes, kiss. Yes, some of them, some of their models look like wannabe Porsches. Mm-hmm. Porsche dupe, mm-hmm. but they're almost like similar price ranges oh, from what I remember mm. looking at. But if the inside's nicer, exactly. Yeah, Gen- every time I see a Genesis, I'm like, oh, that's a pretty car. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely am going to upgrade to some sort of SUV vehicle, obviously. Um, not necessary, but it's nice to have. Mm-hmm. I think A, feel safer, B, strollers and shit, you know? The amount of shit. The, the older they get, shit. the more shit you have in there. Who knows what we'll have in there? Fucking sports, soccer balls. Yeah. <laughs> sports. <laughs> yeah. Can we go for a ride? Can we go to the park? Bicycles you'll be throwing yeah. up in there? You never know. Like, yeah, it's just nicer to have more a bigger room. Yeah, vehicle. Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, and yeah, Zane used to have the SUV, which I thought that was going to be our family car one day, but he ended up switching that one out. So I think I'll be the one with the SUV then. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm never going to, I won't say never to getting like a non-luxury and i won't say that i'm definitely gonna get a luxury mm-hmm. i have no fucking idea we'll see it, it's hard for me because right now I, I have a honda that's paid off <laughs> and to get like a luxury vehicle to then have a car payment and then also insurance would go up i'm like it's unnecessary mm-hmm. because any vehicle can get me from point a to point b right you know so we'll see we'll see it's because what depends. you think today tomorrow will be complete opposite Correct. right like you you Everybody has. Oh yeah! Every time Zane gets a new car, he has a new dream car. <laughs> it's like fixated. I know. It's like for so long it was like the Type R. And yeah. It's like now it's that. And now he wants BMW. DM3, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we all have our dreams. Anyways, yeah. So we rented a Porsche, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really nice. And we used this service called 
uh, Toro, I think it's called, where the guy, it's kind of like Airbnb for cars. They rent them out, you know, individually. And the guy met us at the airport and we just got off of our plane and got in the car. Yeah. And you can add insurance to it. So it's like nice and reliable, you know, mm-hmm. and they give you like a certain amount of miles for your whole trip and stuff. Actually, I didn't look. I was curious what we would have hit. Um, I'm sure Zane did, but yeah, that was really awesome. And we were going to get like no luck with the weather. It looked like rainy, crappy. And for my birthday, like on that Saturday, it actually cleared up a good amount. Yeah. So they were like, we're going to get you at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Because when we got there, the giraffes were already inside because we're going to storm that night. So we were able to feed them in their little barn. And then the next day, they actually went outside. And that we started at 9 a.m. And we got to feed the giraffe. And then the guy that was giving us a tour, Reed, he was really awesome um he was like do you want to give a rhino a mud bath and i was like yeah like why would i not want to give a rhino a mud bath i'm like Hello? i'm here <laughs> it was a little cold that day and i was like i want to get all like wet and muddy but i'm like fuck it let's just do it and you know everyone can make fun of me for overpacking but zane did not do it because he didn't have clothes that he could get muddy mm. and dirty so i did Okay, with my overpacking. But um, I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm, let me just go change. I was in like my nice jeans and stuff. And I put on like, I took all my jewelry off. I put on like my leggings and stuff. And I went out there and I, Zane makes fun of me. And I was telling all the people there too. But I am like, I have like fearlessness when it comes to animals. I like think I'm like an animal whisperer. Like if we see a wild animal, I'll like go up to it like deer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the guy that was giving us the tours and stuff, he was like, that's really safe of you. I was like, I know. (laughs) But I just, I feel like, I'm like, they're not going to hurt me, you know? Obviously, if I came like face to face with like a bear or a lion, I think that would be a very different story. But when he said mud bath to these rhinos, I was like, all right, I'm going to get in there with like a hose and like rub them down. Nah, Liz, you're staying outside the bars. (laughs) But I'm like, I was fully ready to like get in there with the rhinos. You were going to roll around in the mud with the rhinos. They were so sweet. Aww. But I have, like, no fear. But, like, uh, like they'll probably, like, hit me with their horn and bite yeah, me. Yeah. You know, like, they were definitely chill. Like, they were kind of like big dogs. Like, they like their scratches and stuff. Aww. They were really sweet animals. And actually, the owner, that's his favorite animal. Isn't that funny? You would think wow. giraffes because it's called Long Neck Manor. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I ended up being able to give them a mud bath. But I did it from outside that's so bars, cute but i thought it was funny i was like i thought i was gonna be in there like wet like <laughs> rubbing all up <laughs> like no list they'll probably knock you over in a second like okay now, um, how how big was the place like was there a lot of people a lot of rooms like a lot going on there's only was- one giraffe suite oh and then shit. there's there's like four or five villas that you can host more people, but you don't have the window to see into the giraffes like we did. That was wow. like yeah, yeah. a little bit farther away. And then like you can have like your own like little back balcony on those and you can like watch when the giraffes go outside. So we had the view of in the barn. Okay, so, gotcha. So gotcha. Wow. after like three to five PM, whenever they put them inside, depending on the weather, we have full you view have of them. them the whole night long. Yes. Then walk it back and forth. Yes. I can't with the neck. Yes. yes. <laughs> so like, yeah, then the lights didn't turn off until like 10 p.m. So we could just sit there and just watch oh. them. Yeah. It, it was one of the coolest things I've ever done. That's amazing. And it was so cool because, yeah, we have the windows in our suite and we can just sit there and just watch them. It was insane. 
And you don't have to. They do like daily tours, which I didn't know. I mean, I'm glad that I did this, but it was very expensive. So if you wanted to do like a daily tour, I think it's like $95 a person and you can go feed the giraffes and pet them and learn all about them and have it just be like a day thing Mm -hmm. versus staying at the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So they had people coming in at all day, you know, doing the tours and stuff. And then they had people staying there. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I learned a lot about giraffes. It was really cool. They have four of them. And the two women are pregnant. Yeah. So they're going to have babies. One's due this upcoming fall. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They're pregnant for 15 months. I was going to ask you, what's the gestational? Wow. 15 15 months. months. Okay. Not crazy. Wow. Yeah. Um, So they have one boy. And then... um, the mom had a daughter with a different father <laughs> and then they have a daughter together. Wow. So there was a little baby and the oh. boy was 18 feet tall. Think about that. His head was like the size of my body. It was crazy. And they can get up to 20, I think they said. 20 feet tall. Wow. And how how old? How what's their lifespan? Um under human care is different than in the wild. Mm-hmm. But I think I could be wrong. But maybe in their like 50s. Wow. Wow. That could be the rhinos. I don't remember. She's going to look it up. <laughs> we don't want it. Maybe 30s. Misinformation. It was like 30 to 50-ish. Um, but... Yeah, it was it was it was just so cool to feed them and they're very interesting animals. They're very chill. They don't make noise. They just walk around. Giraffes eat for 18 hours a day. Giraffes have an average lifespan of about 25 years in their natural habitat and a range of 20 to 27 years in human care. Okay. So the 50s so must rhinos. Be rhinos. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But these were like like couple baby. year olds. Yeah. 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 Well, one of them was over 10 because you have to be over 10 to um, have a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Don't take any of this that I'm saying as a fact, guys. I just tried my best to take in some information. Um, I thought it was interesting how often they eat. Did you say that already? I just did. did. 18 hours a day they eat. And how long do they sleep, Alyssa? Up to 30 minutes a day. That's all they need. 30 minutes, guys. I wish I could eat 18 hours a day and only Same. need 30 no, minutes great. of sleep and be as lean as they are. I mean, my God, I wish. You know, they can't jump either. They can't jump. Because they're awkward. Think about their long legs. They're like awkward. <laughs> yes. Aww. Yeah. Because I was like, I was like, if they really want to jump over this, they can, right? And she's like, no, actually, giraffes can't jump. She's like, they're just like kind of awkward. They don't even lay down that much. I saw them lay down like maybe once or twice. And I saw him like trying to get up and trying to go down. And he's like, uh, 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 like trying to fold up. Like they're like old men. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just cool to just sit there and just watch them do their thing. Like I would watch them walk back and forth. Like for hours, I would just sit there. And Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's so amazing. cool. That's so it. cool. You know, a totally different subject, but the same point of like people go, oh, terrible twos. To me, that was such a fun age for that same reason. Just watch. Get down on your hands and knees and just see things through their eyes or just watch what they're doing. It's just, it fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it does. But animals, 
fascinate me. Yeah. The fact that they could just, yeah, it's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like all their food like measured out too. So like when they do like the feedings and the tours, like in the morning they set it all up so you only take from like a certain bin so they get a certain amount of food each day. And it's really cool. They eat cucumbers and squash and leaves. And they have these like special crackers that they love. But none of the animals eat meat. They're all herbivores. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of easy. That's nice. But yeah, if you just watch them, they just walk back and forth. And then they'll go up to the thing and they'll take a few bites. They eat alfalfa. And then they'll go and they'll walk around. And then they look at each other. And then they'll just eat a little more. Like, that's it. They're pretty wow. chill, mundane animals. That's it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, rhinos too. They just kind of sit around. Two of them are brothers, the two rhinos that they had. Yeah. But it's cool. We got to sit there and just like pet them and feed them. Yeah, it was a cool experience. And that's pretty much it, guys. That's amazing. That's all I did. I hung out with the animals. The sloth was awesome. I was not expecting to like be that excited. She actually, she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy that you're so excited." Some people are just kind of like, "Meh." Oh no, I, I, you know, I love sloths. I think they're so cute. It was so cool to see one that up close and personal. He looks like a bat. Sloths look like a bat. Their face, mm. that nose, and their fangs. So Every time a sloth bites, it sharpens its teeth. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We weren't allowed to pet or hold because they have some sort of disease in their teeth that if they did accidentally bite you, it would not be good. Huh. So we were able to feed him and they're still like training him and stuff. He's still a baby, but it was so, so cute, right? Yeah. And she said he doesn't really come out that much. But as soon as we walked in there, he was like out of his barrel, like climbing up on the tree. And they actually do move like a sloth, guys. They're like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's so cute. And his favorite is watermelon and green peppers. That's so adorable. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and that, yeah, that's it. We had very chill. The first night was storming. So we just like, we're like, what do we want to do for dinner? We just went into like the little town, grabbed some, we got to get Mexican food when you're in Texas because they have such good, authentic Mexican food. It's mm. phenomenal. So we went to this place and they had like literally like, it came on a paper plate wrapped in fucking tin foil, you know, like, and they had like them in the back making it like, grandpa you know like it was like one of those businesses and um it was so good with like fresh corn tortillas Mm. oh my god but we just went and picked it up and brought it back i was he's like what do you want to do i'm like so you want to go out to dinner i'm like can we just like go get food and come back here you know we did we sat and watched the giraffes and we ate and we watched madagascar (laughs) (laughs) i why am i not surprised it was (laughs) so funny so funny it was the second one but it was so funny i have to go back now and watch them yes because when i watch these movies obviously my kids are with me and you know kids go mom wait what you know they ask questions or they talk or they gotta go potty or they want you know so it's like to sit down and actually watch it in fact yesterday ever and i were watching our contraband shit that we watched like border control shit Uh um but it had a commercial of um Oh, snap, crackle, and pop. Good neck crack. They had um, a commercial for Shrek. And I was like, ever, I have to watch Shrek. You have to. He was like, this is the best movie ever. And I'm like, I know, but we haven't watched it in a long time. You have to. I want to. Like, what stops us? Why do we always look for serious fucking movies? Why not watch the classics? They're so Like, Monsters, Inc. Funny. Oh, they are. I know. I want to watch Monsters, Inc. And Zane's like, I can't. It's too sad at the end. Because Boo gets separated from Sully. That's okay. But that's one of my favorites. 
So cute. Oh my God. So now we're inspired and we want to watch because they have the penguins in Madagascar. They have their own movie and they're fucking hysterical. We need to watch it. What movie is it? Madagascar. I don't know what it's called, but the penguins have like their, like it's like a spinoff movie oh, oh. of just the penguins. Ooh. Do you remember anything about Madagascar? Not that much. Not that much. Okay. Yeah. When you watch it, I mean, you love penguins. So it's going to like, they're so fucking funny. And the voices that they put on all of them, oh, it's hilarious. So right? good. So yeah, we literally watched Madagascar. And when we first got there, the lady was like, uh, one of them, I don't remember which one, but she was like, oh, she loves to, you know, watch TV. So if you watch TV, she might be in the window watching with you. Was she really watching? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> but she would walk by and she would look in the window and then she would go to the other one. Like she was like messing with us, you know, like just wow. looking in. I kept the curtains open a lot. I was like, they want to see it. Aww. I felt bad leaving them at one point. I was like, I don't want to leave them here. <laughs> He's like, babe, we got to go get dinner. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it stormed really bad the first night. So yeah, we just stayed in. I'm like, that's what I'm here for, to look at giraffes. So yeah, why am I exactly. going to leave? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the next day on that Saturday, it ended up being really nice out. And Zane had made reservations to like a nice restaurant for a birthday dinner. So mm-hmm. we spent all day there. I did the mud bath and everything. And then we went out and like to the little town and did our dinner. And then we still just went right back home. He's like, what do you want to do? You want to go out, you know, have some more drinks? I was like, I want to go back. I want to see the giraffes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. We sat and watched the giraffes. And then we both did our belly app. With the restaurants. I'm like, I haven't done that in a while where you like put the restaurants in there. Oh. So I like went back through my pictures. I'm like, that's what we did on Saturday night on my birthday. You were getting older, you know. Things change, right? Yeah, the waitress was like, so where are you, what are you guys going to do after this for your birthday? I'm like, we're going to go back to the place we're staying. She's like, I feel you, girl. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting older. I just can't. I'm like, it's just what I want to do. She's like, I feel that. <laughs> And it's funny, too, because when you're younger, when older people say that, you're like, you don't get it. And now that you're older, you're like, "Ah, I get it. Zane said that, too. He's like, it's funny that all the things our parents were like, go to bed, eat. Uh It's all our favorite things to do now. (laughs) But you don't know when you're young, you have energy. So it's different. Yeah. But the steakhouse we went to was really good, too. It was called Jack's Chop House. And the owner, because she was like, oh, where are you guys coming from? Because I guess it's like a touristy town. And we were like, oh, New York. She's like, oh, my God, our owner's from New York. She's like, so hopefully we do it justice. Yeah. Wow. So funny. Um, So the owner of the steakhouse and the owner of the giraffe place are both from New York. Yep. Wow. The owner of the giraffe place is Long Island specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was delicious. All the food was delicious. We had a really nice time. Yesterday, you would have loved, we went, uh, before we headed to the airport, we went to like a crepe place. Love crepes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Zane got like a sweet one, and of course I got like a savory pesto chicken one. It was really good. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's all. That's all that Sounds we Sounds like a bunch of fun was had. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, so happy for you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was nice. I loved like Zane and I love like a spontaneous. Like the only thing he really planned was like obviously getting the rental car and then going to my birthday dinner. That was it. Yeah. And yeah. Other than that, that, we're like, let's just see what's happening because mm-hmm. we didn't really know either with the the sweet the giraffe place we were like i don't know what their schedule is and he was like oh yeah tomorrow is gonna be your day but we're gonna start at 9 a.m and you'll be done by like lunchtime and then the rest of the day is yours and the giraffes are outside anyway they're not in their barn and we can't see them from the window so it was like perfect we're like all right we'll go to our dinner and then we can go back and see them again oh yeah it was really awesome. I got a lot into my book on the plane, which was amazing. I know you finished your book. I did. I did. Do we give it five stars? I do. Okay. That was- I was thinking last night when you had asked me, and mm-hmm. I said yes, and I 
you know, mm-hmm. still now, yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if over time, if I become like yeah. a super avid, avid, avid reader, yeah. if I'm going to be more critical of books. Definitely. Right now, I could probably read a phone book and be like, five. Yeah, I'm going to give five, you know. Um, but seriously, love the book. It was the ending. I, it had me in tears. Just the way it all. I'm surprised, guys. It had me in tears. Um, just the way it all winded up being. And yeah. And, Miller and oh it was just yeah it was yeah. just so it was so regretting sweet. you by Colin Hoover yeah. if you guys are interested in checking I, it out yeah I thought the ending how everything came together at the end yeah um yeah it was just can we download well Goodreads played. when we're done with this episode please yeah okay I want to set you up on there I think you're gonna like it it's fun okay yeah. I know and I was thinking this is actually my third book now like I was like oh I finally finished my second book and it's like no because I read that other one what did I read Verity yeah and yeah. and then the Geneva Verity Perfect Marriage and now this one so and then regretting well, you I'm and sorry now, I'm getting distracted because my phone's on vibrate <laughs> I've been putting my show on Do Not Disturb all the time I love it yeah because you don't you have no self I have no self control so it's nice when you don't see the notification pop up like and I'll do it like there's like work mode and stuff mm-hmm. so I could do like work mode during the day so that if my manager texts me or something yeah okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not popular though so. <laughs> um anyways yeah now i have her on housemaid yes yeah um chapter six nice very quick chapters though so well one was like really long and then all all the other ones i felt were like just like two page three page two Mm -hmm. page three page so but um books i'm reading right now are like 60 something it's like you're on chapter 52 i'm like oh still yeah oh no like like there's just a lot of chapters it's not like 20 chapters you know right right yeah but I'm like over halfway through my second book in that series now. Yeah. Oh, wow. so good. So good. Z- yesterday we were on the air train home. I, I saw Zane like from my peripheral, like screen looking, you know? And he was like, that's getting spicy, huh? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it Let's is. hurry up and get home, honey. <laughs> like, it is getting fucking spicy. <laughs> so good. I'm curious if you would like that book. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like something I would throw at you. To be, be honest. Later. Yeah, like later down the line. But as you were saying, I feel like as I started reading more books, I was like, oh, okay, I'm understanding like what, like you don't have anything to compare it to enough. Right, right, right. So once you get more books to compare it to, but at the same time, I still love all those books. Like I read the one that you just read a long time ago and I still think it's a great book. Right, okay. So yeah, it just depends. Like the first series I read was the Ellen Hildebrand series and it took me a while to get through and I was just like, eh, maybe I'm just not a big fan of reading. But it was like, no, I just wasn't a big fan of that book. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, once you read more, you'll know. I'm going to shut up now. What are we doing today? Um, I have a few emails. Yeah. We have some sister-in-law drama. Oh. Okay. Jerry's like, let me see what the next one looks like so I can see. <laughs> Pick and choose. Okay, it looks like I'll read the first one, maybe. Oh, the second one says, oh, I hope Liz about, is reading this. How about you read the second one? I because see. the second one is longer and it has some attached. Is that like a follow-up? I or don't is... know. We're going to have to figure that one out. But let's oh. do some sister-in-law drama. Okay. We'll do these two sis- we have two sister-in-law emails to, to read to you guys today. Okay, so sister-in-law drama. Hello, Agamel fam and our lovely hosts. This will be a long one. Sorry. 
It's me again, the girl who got her sister on the birth control without her parents' permission. Yes, remember We know you. exactly who you are. I have to rant slash seek advice about what to do in this situation. I don't know where. I don't know. E- I don't even know where to begin with my story. <laughs> A year ago, my sister-in-law and I went to see Lady Gaga in Houston. Oh, we drove 12 nice. hours to get oh. there each way. Jeez. Her parents allowed her to go and knew she'd be missing three days of school. Okay. Unfortunately, because her because the concert was on a Tuesday. Okay. Once we got back from the concert, she kept missing days of school because I'm going to list all the excuses she has used. I'm an empath and I can feel everyone's feelings and emotions. A student had ooh, committed suicide and... And that was her first cross. During the winter time, a teacher died driving in school in bad weather. So that's why she's not going to school because she's an empath and she feels like, okay. Uh, I don't feel good, but with no other explanation. I have a lot of anxiety today. I'm tired. I need a mental health day. We aren't learning anything useful, so there's no point in me being Mm. there. Okay. Unfortunately, I think Amani may have used that one on me before. Uh, I'm not even learning anything useful. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Unfortunately, she knows how to manipulate her mom, who suffers from bipolar disorder and has major depression. So she would use this to her advantage. From August to December, she missed 12-plus days of school. However, in December, she went to a school dance with her boyfriend, and a few few days later, he tested positive for COVID, so she assumed she had COVID as well. No one tested her. Her parents had no COVID tests at home. We had some at my house that we got for free from the government when they had that option. And they didn't want to go out and buy any tests either. Well, the school refused to give her credit for that semester because they needed proof that she did have COVID. Like, for example, a test result from a doctor. Um, Once she got word that she wouldn't get credit for the semester, she gave up on school. Oh, no. The next semester, she barely went. January through May. Most of the time she'd go, most of the time she'd go for a class or two and then ask one of her parents to pick her up due to the many excuses I've already listed and they would go pick her up. Once the school year, sorry, scrolling, (laughs) once the school year was over, she decided she would get her GED or something similar to that. Okay, cool. School isn't for everyone. I understand that. Now we're in September of 2023. I originally wrote in. As of today, it's almost the end of January. She hasn't even attempted to get her GED. I asked her, what about getting a job? She replied with, why work? Why would I work for eight plus months when I would be moving out of my dad and mom's and in with my boyfriend and his grandparents? They're on disability and barely are making enough money. Well, she'll be 18 in eight months and her birthday is in early March. And his grandparents won't allow her to move in until she's 18. I said, life isn't cheap, and I hardly doubt they're they're going to let you move in and not expect you to pay some money to live there. Mm -hmm. She replied back, well, she replied back with, well, it's stupid to work eight months in this town, then quit so I can go work in a town where I live. I responded again, well, if you worked for the eight months in town, you're in, you'd now have money to go buy a car and or enough to pay Ubers to get you back and forth from until you find something in your new town. She replied again with, uh, do you know how expensive Ubers are? (laughs) 
And I said, yeah, I do. But when you're an adult, you don't get to have the excuses to not go to work. You have to figure it out. You'll walk, you'll take a bus, you'll find a friend at work who can give you gas, that you'll give gas money to that can pick you up and take you. I'm assuming the grandparents of the boyfriend don't take him to and from work and that he walks so he had to find a job that was within walking distance to their house. Seems very limiting in my opinion. True, it does, right? Um, She then goes on. uh, She then goes, you really need to lighten up on me. You're always attacking and judging me. I responded with, because you're being immature about this. I started to break down to her the math I'm working eight months at $15 an hour, working 20 hours. She'd have $10,000 if she worked full-time, she'd have 20. That's a lot of money to have at 18 years old. She has no bills right now. Her parents pay for everything. She plays billiards with her dad and he pays for all of that. She goes to the doctor and gets her medicine checked out. Um, I don't understand, but that's not the point of this email. Her parents take her to those appointments. Who's going to pay for the billiards when she moves out? How is she going to go to get her medication, doctors? Um, who's going to pay for these medications? She's so, so She is in such a delusional state, and it's frustrating. I don't want to watch the train wreck happen, but I feel like I have to. I know I don't have all my shit together at 18. Who does? I know I didn't have all my shit together at 18. Who does? But I understood that I needed to get a job to afford the toiletries, medicine, food. Maybe the boyfriend will be paying for all of this. I hope not for his sake. I don't know, but it just makes me sad to see her taking this path. She wants to move out because she said she has toxic parents. She has borderline personality disorder, and so do I. With the right therapy, you can definitely find a great life. You can definitely have a great life, but it takes work. I sent her and her parents tons of therapists in our area that have group classes that her and her parents can go to so they can understand how they may trigger her and they can try to change their behavior. She said, as long as she lives with her parents, she isn't going to go to therapy because she doesn't want to have to have them pay for it. And she knows that it won't change their behavior. Am I being dramatic about this? I see Jerry's daughter is thriving, and I guess I just wished and hoped that she would have the out- that outcome as well. Any advice would be appreciated. Okay, okay love you. Bye. It's oh. not your problem. Yeah, it's not your problem. Also, I understand it's hard because she obviously cares for this girl. Yeah. Um. Also, Aaliyah is thriving, but Aaliyah struggles. Aaliyah's in therapy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Aaliyah we, all, thri- yeah, yeah. we all have our behind-the-scenes um, struggles. But no I feel like as you re- as I was reading this, and I, 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 it, it hurts. It hurts because this girl has her whole entire future in front of her, and she seems like so like... It's what's that word that 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 ambition? There's no ambition. There's no drive. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no life behind like like fire under her butt, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like she's just okay with just doing nothing for the next eight months because why bother? Because I'm going to move to a different town anyway. Yeah. Like that's such a poopy attitude to have. And mm-hmm. I whether it be in like with the same thing with school. Like oh, I'm not learning anything. Why should I go? That's like such like what kind of life is she choosing to live mm-hmm. or what kind of life is she going to live with that kind of attitude of mm-hmm. like, why should I bother? You know, and that's sad. That's sad that at uh, at an almost 18-year-old that that's their mindset. Like, why should I bother? Yeah. Why should I bother going to school? Why should I bother getting this job? I'm only going to be moving. 
Even when she said, listen, you get this job now, you can have 20000 if you got a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. But to, to not bother about anything, that, you know, that's a big pet peeve of mine. Like, you, you need to have some sort of oomph behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you have a desire to be successful or to do anything, you know? Like... I, I don't know. I don't know. But like list your first response is exactly right. It's really not your problem. And if her parents are catering to her and enabling her to have that lifestyle, I mean, that is, mm-hmm. in my opinion, why she is because she was allowed to be that way. Right. She was sort of trained in that sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to go. Oh, OK. Like OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like entitled. She's going to grow up real quick when she goes to her boyfriend's yeah. house. And mm-hmm. you know what? Sometimes. It's hard to watch, but you just got to let it fall, you know, because mm-hmm. no matter how much I mean, even with Aaliyah, with Zane, with Imani, with you, I feel like there's always times that we want to as parents or in-laws be able to say something but it's like no she's got to figure it out on her own and yeah we want to just like you have a little baby a little toddler who's learning how to take steps and they fall and you don't want them to keep getting boo-boos and you that's how they learn how Gotta to walk fall, yeah. so it's it's unfortunate but i think liz hit it on the head where it's really not your problem yeah. and i understand you care for her you're the one that got her on birth control you know like you obviously love her and mm-hmm. and i appreciate that but i don't think that you doing anything like right now you're she just sees you as like a an annoying like wah 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 and she'll grow up one day and then she'll appreciate you it's kind of like the mm-hmm. book i just finished reading right yeah. it's it's like when they when they're that at that age of they know it all mm-hmm. you can say nothing to them yeah so wait a couple of years and i guarantee she comes back around and is like wow listen i should have taken your advice or thank you for being there and even though i was stubborn i think just ride this one out let her don't get a job get a job let her live her mm-hmm. her her very I know everything kind of self right now. And um, yeah, just I guess hope for the best. I think that's all you mm-hmm. can do right now. Hope for the best. If she asks your opinion, give it. Otherwise, I wouldn't even bother anymore, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah, I'll relate it to, I mean, Aaliyah, my sister-in-law is 18 years old too. Mm-hmm. And I would never go to her and tell her what I think she should be doing or how she should change her life. If she comes to me for advice... Totally different story. I'm there. Open ears. If you want to hear it, I'll give it to you. But you you have to, which I tell Jerry all the time too. I'm like, I remember when I was 18 and being in an 18-year-old mindset. You have to put yourself in those shoes of like, if you were going through what they're going through right now, would you be doing something different? Yeah, but you're not 18. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to step back and be like, they're 18. Mm-hmm. They're going to do stupid shit. Like you said in the email, I did stupid shit when I was 18. We all made mistakes when we were 18. And we're always going to make mistakes at any age. But when you're 18, you're learning so much. You think you know it all and you don't. But when you're 18, you think you do. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to just step back and literally just like let them be 18. Like because we all did dumb shit at 18. We didn't know. So it's like as a sister-in-law, I'm always there for Aaliyah, but I would never like go tell her what to do unless she came to me and she wants to hear that. That's not my, it's not my responsibility. It's not my like place. Like I would never want to make her push her away or make her feel uncomfortable. And it's like, like you said, she sounds like a wah wah. Like I would never want to be that for Aaliyah, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm there when she needs it, but I'm not going to be like, you should be doing this and you don't do this and don't do that and don't, 
she needs to live her life and make mistakes, like you said, and fall down and get back up, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, no matter what you tell them, they're still in an 18-year-old brain. Mm-hmm. So they can absorb and say, well, here's what I did. I did dumb shit when I was 18 too, but here's looking back at 26 years old, here's what I would do. And they can take that with what they will. Mm-hmm. And that's on them. Mm-hmm. But when they ask. I agree. Yeah. Wow. That's that. That was a whole rant in itself. And you know but. what? But listen, you still still keep being fabulous and supportive, but maybe like yeah. Liz says, wait for it to come to you. Maybe it does. Maybe it's not. But I would wait for it to come to you so that she does have that sort of confidence, which we know she does because she came to you with the whole birth control thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you you were there for you. You were there for her when she needed you the most in those mm-hmm. situations. And to to consistently be that in her life is something I think that it sounds like you want. It's just that you're not pleased with the way she's doing things right now, mm-hmm. you know? And just like Liz said, and like you said, we all did stupid shit, you know? And when you get older, you're like, listen, I know how this is going to turn out. Yes. Like, let me try to avoid you hurting because I yes. know how this is going to turn out. Yes. But in the end, like Liz said, you're still talking to an 18-year-old brain who you're going to have to let them Correct. go through it. Yes. You know? Like, we want to help them. We yeah. want to say, no, just do X, Y, and Z because you'll get the, whatever. But they have rose colored glasses. End, yeah. Yeah. They can't and see we all through. Did, right. We all did. So yeah. you can give advice when mm-hmm. asked or prompted. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be disappointed if she doesn't follow it because, Correct. I mean, we didn't either. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have to just like step back and be like, duh, why aren't they doing this? But it's like, duh, you're not 18. Right. Right. You're not thinking the same. No matter what information we tell them, no matter what, you know, hindsight we try to give them, they're still going to process it differently. They still could, it could be one ear out the other because they're in a totally different stage of life and they think they know it all. It's so funny. Like the book that I was just reading in there, I feel like so many times the mother had the opportunity. Well, she could have had the opportunity to be like, well, this is actually what happened. And she didn't. But in the end, it all worked out. And I know even through shit with Zane or Amani or now Aaliyah, when shit happens, I I hate to say I told you so, Mm -hmm. but I told you so. Mm -hmm. But you need to let them figure it out on their own, you know? Because if you don't, then they sort of maybe resent, could resent you not allowing that Mm-hmm. freedom of choice sort of thing like just because yeah. you think you know better and what may rightfully be better for her she'll figure it out mm-hmm. she'll figure it out you have to give her give her enough credit that everything that you've as a sister-in-law have been able to provide her with comfort and advice and everything else that mm-hmm. she'll take the good from that mm-hmm. you know she'll be stupid and make mistakes but she'll take the good hopefully she'll take the good from what you yeah. gave you know yeah she's 18 for the first time and you've already done it yeah so it's like you've already had that experience. And like you said, even looking sometimes at Zane and I, we're like when we're 26, but we still are not your age. You still have been through so much more. So it's like, but we have to learn. Absolutely. You know? And it's like, yeah, and sometimes you don't want to be that wah-wah. You like, just let people figure their shit out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now I love it. Like that last time that I came over to your house and Zane was like, oh my, you'd be so happy. I was like doing man things. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was just so nice hearing yeah. because it's like, that's what you want. As a parent, you want your kids to grow up and 
Learn. Learn. And yeah. and I know my dream is for my kids all to be much better off than I was. Happier, financially more stable, mentally healthier. Mm-hmm. You know, there's you just want your kids to 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 prosper yeah. in every way, in every facet, not just mon- mon- about money. Like mm-hmm. in every facet, I want my kids to be better, do better than I did. And I only can parent so much. And mm-hmm. I hope that my parenting through all those years will lead them that road. And if they turn around and do something that uh, I'm like covering my eyes about, yeah, well then so that. be it because that's yeah. their choice. They're yeah. an adult now. I have mm-hmm. all three adults, you know, mm-hmm. and they could do what they want to do. And I'm very proud of all of them. And they were all in their own, in their own way, they're all very successful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm so happy that, that they were able to grasp the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm-hmm. and then make their own choices with that info. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At any age, you can only know so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have to learn. It's just like when you're a kid learning to walk, like, you have to learn. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're an adult, it's like you have to learn certain things. You don't just automatically know. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, like, even I'm sure like an 80-year-old could look at you and be like, oh, she has so much life and left to learn. Right. It's just... It's, it's so true. And, you know, something with that being said, something that I um, saw recently mm-hmm. a, a couple of times, a couple of different ways is just like your, um, for example, if you guys uh, had a baby. First time? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're having a baby for the first time, it's like I'm also being a grandparent for the first time. Mm-hmm. So like I'm going to give you a break for whatever, but also give me the break. So it's the same thing with this. Like she's an 18 year old for the first time. And also yes. you're a caring sister-in-law for the first time. Yes. So it's like I understand there's give and take on both ends. Yeah. But I think because you're older, you just have to back off yeah, a little go. bit yeah, yeah. as much it, as it yeah, sucks you're like what this is so simple and easy why are you doing that right and you know guys you've heard me rant on here about things that maybe i want to but it's like you gotta let it go yeah sometimes the toughest job is just let letting them. go you know yeah. stressing yourself out when you gotta just let them <laughs> <laughs> oh well i hope she makes decisions that wind up being good for her and yeah. Yeah. And that's all I think you could do is just really hope that she makes solid decisions right now. And be supportive either way. Yeah. Okay. Sister-in-law help. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry. Happy fucking Thursday. Hmm. She said, insert Monday or Thursday. Um, I've written it once before, but I've been listening ever since ever was stuck in El Salvador. It feels like so oh long ago. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's funny it when we got off our plane yesterday, it was the exact terminal where we were standing behind that gate. I was like, this is where Ever came home. Oh. He was like, it is. It was Delta, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it feels like so long ago. I truly feel like you guys are my besties and listening to you read so many people's emails has actually helped me solve my own problems. So thank you for that. Aww. Yeah, I love that. You guys can take... You know, it might be similar to your story. And even though it wasn't your email, it still could help you out. Mm-hmm. This problem, however, I just can't seem to find a solution for. And it's been going on for years. Brace yourselves because this might be a long one. I hope Liz is reading this one. If not, I'm sorry, Jerry. <laughs> so <Love> basically, <laughs> I feel like my sister-in-law copies everything that I do and it's driving me nuts. Some backstory. I'm currently 24. My husband's 27. My sister-in-law will be 28 in a few months. My husband moved to the U.S. in January of 2019 to be with his twin brother who moved here the year prior. I met my husband and his brother shortly after him moving here and we became really good friends. We started dating after a year of being friends in January of 2020. A few months... 
A few months after we started dating, his twin brother also started dating someone he met on a dating app, who's now my sister-in-law, around May of 2020. We'll call her Carly. Carly and I immediately got a well got along so well and quickly became besties. All four of us would do pretty much everything together, go out, party, travel, literally everything. At this time, I had my own apartment and my husband lived with his brother. Interesting. Around July of 2020, my husband and I got COVID, but his brother didn't, so we decided that my husband would quarantine with me in my apartment for two weeks while we got better. Long story short, he never moved back out. I've seen a lot of those stories. 2020, move in because of quarantine, and then... Never like, move out. Yeah, you're like, yes, this is it now. <laughs> Might as well. Now, I will admit, we did move in together very quickly, but I had already been very good friends with him for over a year, and seriously, when you know, you know. Anyways, shortly after he moved in with me, like a couple weeks later, Carly moved in with... We're calling him Joe, the other guy. Now, keep in mind, they've only known each other for a few months, so my husband and I did think it was a little soon for them to live together, but also, who were we to judge? They are all older than me, so I've always just trusted that they knew what they were doing. This was just the beginning of everything. I do want to specify one more thing. Joe is very competitive with my husband. That's the brother, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, he always wants to be taller than him, stronger than him, smarter than him, make more money than him, everything. And my husband is such a sweet guy, so he always just brushes it off and lets his brother have his moments. So now, the following year, 2021, my husband promote proposed in may well guess who else proposed the next month yep joe did of course my husband and i were still so happy for them because they're family right but i also kind of felt like joe was doing it because his brother did it which kind of sucked because i felt like we didn't get a chance to be happy so my husband and i got married uh did i just skip one mm-hmm. yeah wow you but, did a cherry wow <laughs> but you noticed you did it <laughs> didn't get a chance to be happy for our own engagement but at this point i honestly didn't think anything of it i was just happy for them so my husband and i got married three months later because my sister was moving to canada and wouldn't be able to come back for two years and i needed her to be at my wedding during these two main things my husband did mention that he thought his brother was rushing into decisions just because he wanted he didn't want to feel left behind or like he wasn't on the same level as his twin brother which i agreed but i also just tried to brush it off Now it's been years of hanging out with Joe and Carly, going on trips, doing everything the four of us, and I've just always noticed that when my husband or or I decide to do something, Joe and Carly immediately want to do that too. And it's mostly small stuff, but honestly, I'm getting so sick of it because I'm starting to feel like I can't have anything for myself. I feel like as soon as my husband and I do something, they have to do it immediately after, and they take the excitement away from us. I'll list some things that they've done immediately after us. Number one, I decided I wanted to go back to school and pursue my new... Hello? Pursue... Hello? Pursue... My nursing degree. Say that 10 times fast. (laughs) Pursue my nursing... Pursue my nursing degree. Pursue, I'll, I'll, I'll pretend to say pursue it. <laughs> my nursing degree and my husband allowed me to quit my job and he would support me support us during that time as soon as we told carly and joe carly also decided she wanted to stay home and study real estate which lasted a few months for her she didn't finish since carly had gotten into real estate they had been talking about buying a house for years but never actually looked around or applied for anything my husband and i put it off for so long because i was focused on school But as soon as my husband and I got a house, Carly and Joe decided they finally wanted to buy one a month after us. During all of these accomplishments, my husband and I never had any bad feelings towards them. We were truly happy for them. We just felt like it was kind of annoying that they had to do it right after us. 
I bought myself a dream car, a 2020 Honda Civic. Now I had been working my ass off to buy this car, so I was so proud of it. At this time, Carly had quit her job for her mental health and was not working or in school. She was just a stay-at-home fiancé. But as soon as I bought my car, she got her dad to go buy her a brand new BMW SUV and came over to show it off to us right after I was so excited about getting my own car. Again, just taking our moments. That's funny that I love Hondas and then I also mentioned BMW. That's random. Uh, now the rest is mostly small things like one, I've always loved to read, but I put it on the back burner because of school and work. So when I wanted to read more books, Carly suddenly started posting on Instagram that she was a bookworm. Number two, I started to make cooking videos on TikTok just to take a break from schoolwork. And she also started to get into cooking and making videos. <laughs> Three, I was running and working out. She also starts running and working out. Four, I get on birth control. Carly gets on birth control. Then I get off. She also gets off. Five, my husband and I plan a trip. Joe and Carly also plan a trip shortly after ours. At this point, I feel like I can say literally, um, I can literally say I want to take the biggest shit of my life and they will look up to the ways that I poop and just take that from me too. <laughs> I'm mostly giving my own perspective because I feel like my husband has his own things with his brother between them too, just like changing jobs and making more money than the other, etc. But my husband and I are so fed up that we don't even want to tell them any of our life plans anymore. We just feel like every time we tell them something exciting, they're not happy for us and they want to do it too. I don't know if I feel that way because I am younger than them and um, maybe I make them feel like they're behind, but I moved out at 18, so I was forced to grow up quickly and it's just how I've always been. I just worry about having to deal with future accomplishment accomplishments like having kids. I don't want it to get to a point where they also try to compare their kids to ours or even try to have kids at the same time we do. Carly's almost four years older than me, and she has talked about having kids for years, but I also feel like she's waiting for me to get pregnant so that she can get pregnant right after me. Ugh, I'm honestly just so fed up. I feel like I have to watch what I say around them or avoid, um, to avoid them copying us doing exactly what we do. My husband also feels like, and we've had these conversations, um... My husband also feels like this, sorry. And we've had these conversations where we've decided that we wouldn't tell them our plans and just tell them the news once it's done. But it's still very uncomfortable feeling like we can't be fully relaxed around them, especially when they're supposed to be our best, bestest friends. I can go on and on about how I feel like our friendship has changed over the years, but that would be a whole nother email. For now, I'm looking for some advice on how to go about this for the rest of our lives. Joe is my husband's twin, so they will always be close, but we do keep, do we keep them at arm's length? Do we have a conversation with them? How do we even bring up the conversation of, we think you guys are copying everything we do. I just don't know how to live like this. I do believe they're good people at heart, and we do have fun together when we all go out. It just gets weird when we talk about life goals and stuff, you know? I don't know. Any advice is greatly appreciated, and if you need any clarification on anything, I'd be happy to write in again. Thank you guys in advance. Okay, okay love you, bye. But then... There's more. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, she wanted to add something to help understand the point of view better. Okay, quick. Ready? So the reason my husband and I are starting to feel like they copy us is because my husband and I put a lot of thought into every big decision that we make. We talk about it, evaluate the pros and cons, evaluate our finances, where we are in life, etc. And we feel like Carly and Joe don't really think about things and they just rush into it because we're doing it. For example, when we got engaged shortly after, they started to have a lot of problems between them due to Joe not being 100% faithful. This has continued throughout the years, so Carly would always come to me saying she doesn't know if she could really be with him forever or that they, quote, broke up or while they took a break. Um, for a while, they took a break. So I just keep thinking, then why did you guys get engaged if you weren't ready? 
Then the thing with the house, my husband and I really evaluated our finances for a long term since it was a big commitment. And we also feel like Carly, Joe and Carly didn't do that um, because neither of them has a secure job or a career. Joe works in a warehouse and that he threatens to work out, walk out on every few months. And Carly jumps from job to job and goes long periods of time unemployed. Recently, they came to us saying that they can't afford their mortgage. Damn. And they've even asked to move in with my, my husband and I, which we've said no to because they decided to buy a house. So they need to find a solution for themselves, um, like moving in with Carly's mom, renting an apartment, whatever. So it's just been extra frustrating. Like my husband and I also have to be their backup plan because they rushed into something they weren't truly ready for. Jealousy is a terrible, terrible thing. Terrible thing. And I'm glad that she said it twice in this email because I know that's the first response you and I would have had out of your our mouths where don't tell them what you're doing, but they already did. Stop telling them what they're doing. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't tell them any big things from now on. If you guys get off birth control because you're trying to start for kids, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even tell them that you were pregnant until you, you're, you're seen as being pregnant, you know? Like, not that you feel like you have to hide it, and I understand what you're saying. Like, they're genuinely good people, and you feel like you shouldn't have to, but it's obviously coming to a point where you can't even breathe without them breathing more air than you. You know, and it's like a... I had that with one of my sister-in-laws, and it was so annoying. She always had to one-up me or do it quicker or do it faster. Or It was just like, fucking bro, like, come on. Like, it's not that serious. But the fact that they bought a house that they can't afford, she was unemployed and went and bought, had her daddy buy her a BMW. And she is just trying to like sort of mimic your life. And it's like, it's sad that she don't think enough of her own, that she has to mimic yours. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's a conversation you can have or how would you even go about it? I don't know if you just let it go because that's just who they are. But I think it's sad that she feels like she has to mimic your life and do everything you're doing. Like Mm -hmm. she's obviously looking up to you, you know, maybe it is a, she's like flattery. Like, yeah, it's like a form of flattery, but also it's destroying their relationship because it's such a turnoff, you know, but I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe she is feeling very insecure since she is older than you by four or five years or whatever it is. You know, maybe she's like, damn, I should have had my shit together sooner. Mm. But she's still not having her shit together because now she has a yeah. house that she can't afford the mortgage on. So I, I, I personally would probably just keep anything that I'm doing uh, completely off the table. You know, go out, enjoy going out to dinners with them. You say you have a great time with them. I would just not overindulge i would not tell them anything of importance anymore because they're they are they're stealing your shine you're not able to bask in the excitement of your engagement or you're buying your house or you getting your new car everything has been sort of stolen from you um also change your perspective of that because i think that can maybe help you because she's always she may always continue to do this even if you're not telling her um, like for example, if you become pregnant and she sees and now she's pregnant, view it in a different way. View it, take it as the flattery instead of a competition, you know, yeah. which is hard, but yeah. it might be able to relieve some of that like now resentment sort of that's mm-hmm. building, you know? Yeah. Um I think it's hard because you guys are so close in age. Yeah, and the they're married to twins. Twin yeah. brothers, you know? Yeah. Like that's tough. Yeah. 
because the brothers are going to always forever be. And also, she started the email saying that Joe's twin brother is extremely, or her twin brother, whatever one Joe is, one the brother is so very competitive, you know? So it feels like she and he both have insecurities that they feel like they have mm-hmm. to compete. So it's like, oh, they got engaged? Let me get engaged. They get married? Let's get married. Oh, they're gonna, you know? That's yeah. such a shitty way to live. Like, they're living yeah. in your shadow, and that's, like, terrible for them. But I don't think speaking to them would clarify it, you know? Like, how would you even, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, this is tough. Like, I mean... My sister and I are very different in age, but somehow we ended up buying a house and getting engaged in the same exact year uh-huh. and getting married in the same exact year. Crazy. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but um, I mean, like, but we live very different lives. So I could see how that would be annoying. It, like she doesn't, my sister's not having kids. So like we're going to live automatically totally different lives. We have totally different jobs, like, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera. But at first I was like, oh, whatever. Who cares what they do? Just ignore it. But. Then as I read the email, I'm like, the four of them are best friends. It's her husband's brother. And I'm trying to put myself in my shoes. If me and Aaliyah were closer in age or if if Amani got with someone and that girl, I guess that's a better example. If Amani got with some girl and it's just, I mean, it's different because he's not in a relationship and we're, we have an age gap now and et cetera. But say we were close in age and we got engaged and then they got engaged and then we bought a house and they wanted to buy a house and then we got pregnant and they got pregnant right away. Yeah, and it's it, like literally stealing your shine. Yeah, I, I would feel like weird about it for sure. And I think it would definitely like push Zane and I away from them because it doesn't feel like they're living their life authentically. It feels like they're just trying to Compete. do it just because we mm-hmm. are. Yeah, and that's like a really yucky feeling. So yeah, I would say my first reaction would have been like, uh, just don't follow him on social media and just don't worry about it. But it's like, no, you want to be best friends. You want that relationship with them. So in my opinion, this feels like a very big resentment building. And I think it's something that needs to be talked about. I do. Because if I w- if we were going through it with if Imani and his partner, I would say something. If it was like really eating, it sounds like it's eating her alive. Mm-hmm. Like it's really like ruining all of her excitement. It's ruining her relationship and all her things in life that she's excited for. So I think that that's a point where it needs to be discussed because it's not just something she can just push under the rug. It's something that's like really, really bothering her. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know how you would approach it. I feel like maybe it would be a thing of, listen, I love you so much and I really value our friendship and I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I do feel like I'm building a little bit of resentment and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But it feels like every time we're excited about something, you also do it right away inauthentically and give her the examples of you yeah, can't even how, pay your you house pay bills. House bill. Right. And listen, you I'm excited. You yeah. and you got a new fucking BMW from your right, dad. Right. Like, and I'm excited for you and I want to support you in these exciting moments of your life, but I feel like you're doing it just because I am. It's like she's living your life. Yeah. And, mm. and I would say it in a way of like, I just feel like you're taking my shine kind of I, I try not to make it about you i guess but i just feel like maybe try to make it about her and like i feel like you're doing you have just enough of me you have a beautiful life that you should live your way yeah you know and that's okay and i'll be there for you, you want to get engaged get mm-hmm. married or buy a house or have kids when you're ready yeah. you don't need to follow the footsteps you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah that's that's tough but i i'm I think starting a conversation is smart because I do agree with you that it'll build build resentment. 
Yeah. Um, and you, I absolutely think you should say, because that's how she's feeling, like you're stealing her shine. But I think saying it in a way that maybe, hey, you're valuable too. What you're yes. doing in life is valuable too. Yeah. Might be a better way of going about it. So I don't know how that could be worded. Yeah. But I think, you know, like do things at your own pace and that's mm-hmm. fine. We're, we're, we're family. We're, we're going to always yeah. be family. Let it not be a competition. Let's be each other's cheerleaders, not competition, yeah. you know? Like do things at your own pace. I'll always be your biggest cheerleader. Let me do things at my own pace. Yeah. You can always be my biggest cheerleader because right now it is obviously from the email, it's building up resentment. Yeah. And um, I think it's taking away the joy for you too, them, the girl too. that wrote in as the friend of like, you want to be excited for her at those moments. And like, even if she didn't do any of these other things, then if you did get pregnant at the same time, that would be exciting and fun. And Versus with everything like else, a, it would be like annoying. Fuck, really? Right. Of course she did. Right. Yeah, like we didn't see that coming. And yeah. that's like a shame that that's the life right now that you're living with her. So maybe explaining it in that way, like I want to be happy for you, but I can't. I, I'm trying to be happy for you, but I'm also excited about the fact that I just got engaged. You know what she I'm saying? She also said she doesn't feel like they're happy for her whenever they tell them stuff. Yeah, that's shit. So whatever happens in those situations, bring that up too. Yeah. Like when I told you I was engaged, you didn't do X, Y, and Z. When I got a house, you weren't excited for me. You just wanted to do it yourself. You just wanted to that's show me that you did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like... That's the Like Aaliyah and I in the future, there's a possibility that maybe we could be pregnant at the same time. You never know. Or like whoever Imani's with. So it's like, that would be cool. But if they were copying my every single other move, that would not be so fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she needs to, you need to have a conversation. This can't be, this is not a little thing that can be shoved under the rug. And it's going to be uncomfortable, but I think you'll feel better after. Even if it ends in like, if she's like, she might be offended and she might get defensive really quickly. So just know that that might happen. But. She also would probably take a step back and think about it at night and be like, okay, I'm lying to myself. I am doing that. Mm-hmm. And she might come around. I hope so. But you might have to give her some time. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Because it seems like, like she said, like down deep, she knows they're good people. And yeah. it's like. That's a hard thing to admit. It is. That's why I said, I started by saying jealousy is an ugly thing because yep. it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and she, like you said, It'll be hard for her to admit. It's going to be hard for her to take. But Mm -hmm. she obviously is jealous, you know? Yeah. God, I want to go back to that damn fucking book again. It's like in the book, too. It's like you look at their relationship. That seems like like they're looking at you. Maybe they really admire your relationship. But Mm -hmm. then learn from it instead Mm -hmm. of trying to compete with it. Yeah. You know? And it's like... Or be like, oh, I'm yeah, like I'm so excited to do that one day. Good for them. Yeah, exactly. Rather than... And like Doing your time will come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like your time will come. That sucks. I can't imagine rushing into doing all these things when I'm not ready. No. Just to prove a point. Yeah. Just to feel like you did yes, it too. There's so many people. Excuse me, guys. I feel like there's so many people in the world, you know, that are like that though. That's why I feel like they have to one up you, you know? And it's just yeah. like it's a shitty feeling. I mean, like we all felt that way like when we were like teenagers and, and immature and insecure. Like we wanted to do what our friends were doing. But at this age, you shouldn't be doing that shit. Yeah, you should I know agree. better. You should want to like be financially ready before you buy a home and not just do it because somebody else did. That's like so weird to me. 
anyways so i hope you have the conversation i hope it goes well for you give us an update when you do yes please and that's that guys enjoy your weekend and we'll talk to you all on monday okay love you bye